He was pierced for our offenses, crushed for our sins. In the ancient Jewish Day of Atonement, the day in which sins would be forgiven, two goats would be presented, one for sacrifice, one for casting away. The one for sacrifice would obviously be offered up. Its blood would be drained. It's often sprinkled upon the altar. The offering of the lamb itself, the goat itself, would be consumed on the altar by fire. The other goat would be the recipient of the sins of the people. The people would confess aloud their sins, and the priest would take his hands and place it upon the head of the goat. They would tie said red cord around the horns to let you know that's the one that has the sin on it, don't touch it. They would lay hands upon it, the sin would be cast upon the beast, and then they would chase it out of town. They would yell at it, curse at it, throw stones at it, spit upon it, mock it. They would often try to lead it to the brow of a hill, a high place where they could scare it enough that it would fall off and die. Lest you be sitting there one day casually enjoying life in Jerusalem and the the goat with all the sins upon it come back to you. That would be the most undesirable thing, that one's sins would return. Either way, both of these beasts were lives that were offered for the shedding of blood, for the forgiveness of sins. But as our Lord speaks in the Psalms and makes even perfect in himself, holocausts and offerings I sought not. Then said I, behold, I come. For centuries, they sought to atone for sin with the shedding of blood of bulls and goats. But it was not the reality. It was not the things in themselves that forgave sin. If sin was forgiven, it was only on account of what it looked forward to, the one true atonement that forgives, the precious blood of Christ on the cross. Christ comes to atone for our sins, to reconcile us with God, to bring us back to the heart of the Father, to pay a price that we ourselves could never pay, even if for all eternity we would seek to strive to make up for it. Always we would fall infinitely short. And so Christ comes to make that which we could not pay freed. We are reconciled. Sometimes in our lives, we can speak of our sins in a rather normative way. We can speak of the things that we do in a sort of joking manner, just our personality quirks, if you will, or it's just little things, huh? But the reality is that every single sin has an infinite weight which we cannot repay. Just as it has been said that even a single drop of the blood of our Savior would be enough to save the entirety of humanity, so also one single sin, even the smallest of our sins, 
is enough to condemn us. It is just. Because the, the offense that we make, even those small ones, as we might like to think of them, are small ones against an infinitely good and loving Lord. He deserves far better, which makes our offense all the more grievous. This is the reason we come and ought to weep on this day, to weep for our sins, to mourn the fact of our Savior who has come to offer his life for us by the fact that he has had to offer his life for us. That it's because of us and our own sins that Christ has had to climb upon the cross to experience the great burden of the weight of the world, the weight of sin. But not simply to weep for that. Not to weep only for the cost of our, of our sins. Even more to, to weep for the goodness of God who shows mercy to us. To weep for love, not out of self-debasement. To weep out of joy at what Christ has done for us by the shedding of his blood on the cross, the offering of his life to come and to die in our place. We who had no claim whatsoever on heaven, it is given to us freely now. We are heirs. It is our right even we can claim by virtue of our baptism. All because the Son of God has come among us. He has died in our place. Jesus Christ, the Righteous One, the power of God, the wisdom of God, the Word of God, the Word who became flesh. The Word became flesh. It is He who dies for us. We who were reminded some 40 days ago that are simply dust, and to dust we shall return. And yet He loves us so much. Indeed, who can believe what we have heard?